Manitobaville, the podcast, is brought to you by Rodeo Road Studios. Hang on to your hat. Hey Manitobavillians, this is Mahangel, this is Manitobaville the podcast, we got some exciting new episodes coming up, today we're going to take a little trip around the province and I'm going to tell you all about some of the exciting guests we have lined up for the rest of the season. marketing reach well now you can take off by telling your story on manitobaville the podcast give your small business a boost and take off with a professionally produced podcast interview sharing your story has never been easier introduce yourself to future clients by sharing your manitobaville podcast experience you can speed up client acquisition you can onboard clients faster and you can save time and money the takeoff package includes a 30 to 45 minute professionally produced podcast interview, three custom host read commercials provided by you, a limited marketing campaign through Rodeo Road and Manitobaville social media, a promotional code so your clients can take advantage of special offers, and it costs only $499.99 plus GST. Terms and conditions apply. Supplies limited. Price subject to change. Visit manitobaville.ca to get started today and email us at howdy at rodeoroadstudios.ca and watch your small business take off. Season four, episode 12, we're like halfway through our season four here. We're going to take a little tour as promised around the uh, province for some, a uh, little bit of midwinter, a um, little bit of midwinter malaise probably setting in for people, a little bit of cold weather, a little bit of illness kicking around. So uh, we're going to take you back to summertime for a couple of items, a uh, couple of spots here. <laughs> uh, one of them. One of them's going to be uh, a music festival that was held up at the uh, Hilltop Resort a number of years ago. And uh, one other one that's uh, quite interesting, I think everybody will find, is uh, the Zipline, Highwire Zipline Adventures down in Kaleida, Manitoba. So I don't know if a lot of people know it's there. If you did, I know they fixed the road down to it through Kaleida, finally. That was quite the adventure. I think the road to the zipline was probably more adventurous than the zipline itself at one point. <laughs> but good on the old highway systems. They've, uh, they went down there and they dug her up and they, they replastered her down and it's all flat now, I'm assuming. Um, I only saw it in process. I haven't been on the final, uh, final approach, but I'm sure it's there. It's all good. And uh, yeah, so we did, we did a little zipline. I'll tell you why, because we made a show uh, for Rodeo Road Studios, our parent company. We made a show called Antiquarian Objects, The Legend of Manitoba. Bah, bah. 
with Linny. And if you haven't seen that, jump over to YouTube, take a look. Just look up Rodeo Road Studios on YouTube. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. Tell your friends to subscribe. And then you can go and watch all six episodes that we made for MTS uh, 5 TV. And it's on there too if you got MTS 5 TV. You can check that out, channel one. You can go look for it. Antiquarian Objects, it's under A, not hard to get to. Uh, they're fairly short episodes, about seven minutes exactly, as I recall, to the to the frame, to the second, to the frame. If you're a TV nut, you'll know what the frame is. Um, if you're not a TV nut, then seven minutes to the second is all you need to worry about. Anyway, they're short watches. They're great little uh, stories. Uh, we went around six museums around Manitoba. I'm not going to tell you more. I don't want to spoil it. No spoilers here on the old Manitobaville, the podcast. Anyway, what uh, what we did down there was we did a little bit of a zip for one of the episodes. So I went back to zip more and I talked to the good folks who run the zip line. So check that. Actually, part of the interview is with Linny. We did a little interview at the time when Linny was there. So it's kind of a kind of a combo uh, little piece. Anyway, these were put together by Davy LaForge. You know Davy from our theme music. Davy LaForge, and we're going to have an episode coming up with Davy to talk about his uh, journey, his musical journey and his life journey. It's going to be uh, a little bit of a nice, insightful piece there. And we have also a companion video piece we will be posting that goes with Davy. So that's going to be a lot of fun. But what I want to talk to you about as well is uh, some of the guests that we have coming up. We want to pump them up. We're talking about Lana Strilchuk, who's in Kenora running energy enhancement systems. And what's that, you say? Good question. Uh, we're talking about scalar waves. We're talking about a uh, safe place away from all the vibes and all the frequencies that are around us all the time. It's a little safe place where you can heal. How it works? Well, we don't know. But how do people get sick? We don't know. And, uh, you know, as all this Wi-Fi and cell services and radio signals we've created around ourselves helping. Um, hmm, who knows? Uh, we are protected from a lot of the space stuff by our, uh, you know, what's around the, uh, the planet Earth. But we seem to be underneath that protective shield, <laughs> sort of recreating it and zapping ourselves pretty good here. So, um, but I don't know exactly how it works. Lana knows how it works and she's going to talk about what it does and how you can take advantage. So that's coming up on one of our episodes. It's going to be a good one. So check that out. We're going to talk to Manjit Rutkra, who is a, uh, how do you call it? Self-made, self-made real estate investor. Um, he's going to talk about his journey as an entrepreneur, as a real estate investor and uh, you know, how he's passing it on to other people who are curious about the business. Uh, that was quite an interesting conversation, and it's one you'll want to listen to if you're interested in what it takes, you know, day by day, year by year, how to build up and, uh, and follow your interests and follow your dreams and build up a business for yourself in real estate investing. That's quite interesting. Um, let's see, who else do we have here? Uh, Yvonne Vernos, who talks about, get it, horses. All right. 
So, horses. What kind? Well, she rode a lot of Arabians in her time. And what did she do with them? Dressage, Western, racing, all kinds of stuff. And we talk about back in the day when there was a lot of uh, more, uh, more horse groups uh, around the province and events they, they would put together and events they would attend. And her journey through equestrian and how she got into it and where it took her as a rider and a horse horseman, horse person, horse lady, horse ma'am, horse ma'am. There's a new term, horse man, horse ma'am. I like that. That's a good one. We got to get into this Western stuff a little more as we have been doing. We visited Sundown Gymkhana. We visited with the uh, Heartland Rodeo, uh, the finals down in Grunthal, as you know. Uh, you can watch a couple of those videos over on our YouTube channel too, Rodeo Road Studios on YouTube. Go visit and remember, subscribe. <laughs> That's the key word, the magic word. We're trying to get up to around 1,000 so we can do some live stuff around the province. Um, somebody else we talked to is Shay Ritchie. And Shay runs a, a restaurant in town, but we talked about Bitcoin. And he is a Bitcoin maximalist. And if you don't know what that is, well, he's going to tell us what that is. And that's going to be another upcoming episode that's going to be quite interesting. If you don't know much about Bitcoin, or even if you do, as Shay explains, a lot of people who are into Bitcoin don't really know what Bitcoin ultimately represents. And he has some uh, insight, I guess, valuable insight. Let's say that he has some valuable insight into what it is how it works, and how it could change the world, and how it already has changed the world. We just haven't recognized it. So those are some upcoming uh, interviews we have on the slate. We are going to, of course, be uh, pursuing more and fun interviews, more diversity, and some more interesting things that our fellow Manitoba villains are getting into. And you know what? Somebody told me once, Manitoba villain, I say that, and I, I give ourselves that moniker, uh, the denominant. And uh, people say, sounds like villains, sounds like we're villains. Uh, I don't want to like, it sounds like we're all villains. And it's like, well, we're not villains, we're villians. Villians, it's a semantic thing. It's a word, it's a denominum of villager. Villian. And a lot of people around in, in the big cities, they come from villages or they come from small towns or they come from farms. So I don't know, I don't know. It takes a village to raise a province. You villian, you. <laughs> and who who doesn't like a little bit of danger talk anyway? We're all talking about being pirates and, you know, outlaws and uh, and uh, Old West gunfighters and stuff. Everybody finds a certain romanticism and all that. So, you know what? Let your mind wander. Let your mind expand. Why not? Read a book. Read an adventure book. Read all kinds of books. That's the way to get ahead and be able to talk to anybody on a podcast like this. Okay, we're going to take a short break. When we come back... We are heading down to the zipline in Kaleida. High wire zipline. Stay tuned, everybody. This is Manitobaville, the podcast. I'm my angel. And we're in season four, episode 12. And we're looking ahead.
It's another original production from Rodeo Road Studios. This episode of Manitobaville, the podcast, is sponsored by Antiquarian Objects, the legend of Manitoba, and your friends at Rodeo Road Studios, marketing mavens of the digital range, podcast, videos, TV, digital media, marketing, analytics, and more. Visit us today at rodeoroad.ca. Rodeo Road Studios. Hang on to your hat. And welcome back. Okay, zipline. You ever been on a zipline? There's some really big ones in the world, two miles or whatever, and way up, and I don't know. I don't know what the thrill of of, uh, of that kind of chase is. It's just too much. It's too big. It's too mad. It's like, you're so high up, you're so whatever. I don't know. I don't see what the thrill is. It never ends. You're just, you watch them on YouTube, and it's just forever, and it looks like it gets a little boring after a while. So what you want to do is go to Kaleida to Highwire Zipline Adventures. You want to visit with Alan Brown and his son, Adam, who Adam runs the zipline. He's the one who will take you around in the care of himself and his assistants, who are all highly trained, very capable people, very nice people, wonderful people to spend an afternoon with as you uh, march around the valley down there. And it's, it's it's just such a beautiful setting. Uh, when you first come in, there's uh, ample places to park. It's fairly easy to get to. You might feel like you're um, sort of veering off into the unknown there, into the old middle of nowhere. But remember, your middle of nowhere is Alan and Adam's middle of somewhere. And uh, that's where the zip line is, the middle of somewhere. That's where you want to be. And you know what? You can go in the winter. I think they'll do the winter. We talked about it. But you can go down there any time of the year except for major winter blizzards and major windstorms. Those are what make things a little dicey to zip line safely and securely. Other than that, it's a fine day in the valley. And it, it really is neat. It's like I always say, we don't have... Our mountains are inverted. Manitoba's mountains are inverted mountains our downhill skiing is literally down <laughs> you don't have to go up <laughs> to get down although you do go down the valleys uh, to go up to the top of the valley to come down the valley again so um yeah uh whatever that means but what it does mean is that we have some great elevations and where the zip line is is one of the more beautiful elevations in the province it really competes They've done a super job. They've over-engineered the zipline structure. The harness you wear uh, is over-engineered. Um, you're not going to fall. You're just not going to fall. You'd have to... <laughs> what you would have to do to hurt yourself on the zipline is, is pretty amazing. You'd have to go through a lot of trouble to hurt yourself. So if you just follow their instructions and and uh, uh, behave appropriately to ziplining etiquette and procedure, uh, you're going to have nothing but a nice day. 
When you first roll in, there's a beautiful little cantina right, right next to the parking lot. So you can sit out on the balcony and you can enjoy refreshment. And if you're not ziplining or if you're waiting to zipline, if you get there early, which I recommend, do not get there late because you, you can't, there's no way to catch up. Once Adam and the group have taken off, uh, if you're not in that group, then you're going to have to wait around quite a while, maybe a day, maybe more to get back <laughs> into your turn. So show up early and show up often, as they say, but show up early, have a refreshment at the cantina and you're good to go. Okay, let's get into this piece because it's a lot of fun. Uh, we really want to promote these high wire zipline adventures. It's a great place to do a team building. It's probably a great place for some kind of Manitobaville activity to happen someday keep uh keep your ears open because we're really thinking about this we've put the little brain pack on and we're trying to figure out uh what we can do down there with the zip line and some of our fans so there you go hey and what can you do with your business or your group or your relatives or your family yeah limitless possibilities okay so this is two parts the first part we're going to listen to is when Linny and i we're at the zip line picking up a shot for antiquarian objects, the legend of Manitoba. Bah, bah, bah. Check it out on YouTube and subscribe and tell your friends about it. Link it around and get the views up and subscribe, subscribe. But we talked to the person who envisioned and built it, Alan Brown, on the patio. We learned a lot about the background and the manifestation of high wire zip line in Kaleida, Manitoba. We were the first ones to open a commercial operation in Manitoba and at this point we're basically the only ones left. A holiday mountain, they're selling everything off now. Is it because it's a, a technical thing that you have to, it does take more maintenance or more know-how? There's almost no maintenance to it, it's just standard upkeep and uh, we built, we had it all engineered for us and then we built everything ourselves. It was basically the three of us. Some of them, they put too much money into it. So there's a million dollars in cost. Uh, You're a millionaire now? <laughs> the company is, might, might be, but I'm not. <laughs> um, how long have you been running here for? This is our 15th year. And how many lines do you have? Well, we have a five cable tour or an eight cable tour. And the eight cable tour takes in the tower cable. That's the longest and highest in Manitoba right now. How did you get the idea? Is it because you were living around here? Uh, my wife's guilty. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she saw an ad for ZipTrack tours in Whistler. We've just finished building a suspension bridge here. On the tower that it goes to, we want to build up a climbing wall. Just a, a simple kid's wall. We're kid-friendly here. Yeah. And then on the other side of the tower is going to be a jump tower. And it's going to be a free fall. You free fall for, it's 30 feet tall. So you free fall for 15 feet and slow down for 15 feet. So that's going to be a small uh, demographic that you're aiming towards there. People, <laughs> crazy people. Yep. <laughs> the other thing we're working on off this tower also is we want to build a ropes course. Adventure of trying to get from one stage to the next as to what obstacles are in your way and how to get across them. Swinging stair steps and... Okay, like rope ladders and then swinging yep. ropes and yep. ropes like you can that. walk across. Yeah. Oh, thanks. Great for team building.
Yeah. And we have a nine, uh, 18 hole mini golf now. Okay. It's bush ball. It's built right in the bush. Oh, that's so cool. And you have camping here too, right? Yeah, we have a couple of sites. We've gone rafting down there. It takes anywhere from three to four hours to get to the next road crossing. You got to watch your butt because it gets shallow by the end of July. Yeah. So. yeah. And then you've got the little restaurant and bar too for people. Yes. So, so if you have groups waiting or stuff too, it's nice yeah. to hang out. And yep. They have their uh, come in and have their lunch or yeah. finish zipping and come in and uh, have something to eat and uh, have a drink with it. Yeah. So how, what's the farthest somebody's come to zip on your lines? Pick a country in the world. Patagonia. Yep. Zimbabwe. Yep. So you need all kinds. Russia, China. Wow. We had uh, one group of about 10 from Uganda. So it's like the United Nations of zipliners. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> world so, peace right here. Yeah. And we think we've covered every town in Manitoba. But, uh, my wife's from London. Yeah. London, so, Ontario. England. She's been here longer than she was in England, but uh, she's still got a little bit. I don't notice it much, but yeah. everybody else does. So people can rent out the space? Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But we have a site up behind that flag up there. It's a big area. And we would like to do something permanent up there. You're going to keep going as long as you can? Just Nope. Like uh, Lynn and I, we run the coffee shop once we get it up and running again. Adam ha had trouble this week. It's been so windy out here from yeah. the south. He seems to know what he's doing. Oh yeah. Yeah, very competent. Basically the manager. Yeah. And we're trying to turn it over to him. So is Adam family? Or? Yeah, he's yeah. our son. He's your son. His daughter started at two or under two. She's six now. It's a lot of fun. It's a great experience. We keep it as safe as we can. Okay, so that was the vision for the zip line and how it operates and what, what the compound consists of and how they view safety and how they view fun and how they view uh, just a good day out in the Pemina Valley. So what I did is I went back because I needed some more shots for our episode on antiquarian objects, the legend of Manitoba, bah, bah. and uh, Linny had uh, taken off. We were all done the shooting, and uh, but I went back to get a couple pickup shots. And so what I did then is I just mic'd up Adam and myself and... I joined a group and we went uh, for a zipline adventure. And uh, here's that part of the interview. So you guys ready for this? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, you guys are going out with uh, three of us. I'm Adam and Sarah and Kat will be your guides. Uh, one of us always goes down first to operate the brakes. So you guys don't have to worry about stopping. We do it for you. And then one of us will always be back to hook you up. Uh, this is our first line. You can see the landing down there. All the landings are sloped up, so as you come in, just bend your knees, keep your feet up. You don't have to try to stop. Brakes are gonna stop you. And from there, we are hiking all the way to the top of the valley. It's a good hike, so take your time. I'll show you how it's done. Easy. All right, you're up. Yeah. I'll go last so you guys can all have a laugh when I come in. <laughs> Pressure's on. I can hold it here if you want. 
So it's smaller, right? So she won't need as much pressure. How was that? <laughs> How was that one? Oh, a little dizzy making. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now we're going to be hiking up that way and to the right. Yeah. It's a pretty good walk, hey? Yeah. <laughs> so, when was your first zipline? Like for the season? Ever. Oh, so when we opened here. So we opened Zipline here in 2008. That was Zipline two years before that, I guess, when we were building. Did you Zipline as a kid? Nope. Last bit. Oh, wow. All right. What does it take to do that easy? Usually about a week, doing it a couple times a day, you get used to it. So how many people get out here a year? Kind of base things on the, around 2,500 to 3,000 people. Yeah, what's your capacity in a season? We usually try to keep our bookings around 15 people, max. Okay. And then we run four tours a day. Seven days a week? Usually. Yeah. Right now we're just doing five days a week, take two days off. Okay. And then July, August, try to be every day unless it's extremely hot. I'll do the math later when the oxygen gets up here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Again, yeah, that's quite the, quite the incline. And that is the hardest walk. So if you terminate the tour halfway through, you gotta walk back, the walk of shame? Kinda, yeah. Most people, if they can do the first line here though, then they're good. Yeah. Couple people, if they hike the hill on a really hot day, they're just exhausted from hiking, that they're done that way. Then we'll, we got the quad, we'll come pick you up. Okay, and you can quad to any of the stops? Yeah, oh. yeah, we have our own service trails just to get around. Oh, neat. Yeah, but earlier today, the one lady was terrified and she almost backed out, but yeah. we got her to go. Took Sarah probably, I'd say, what, six times around to start learning to come in forward. Mm -hmm. Right one. Got turned around, man. Let's try thin legs. And let's try it. Yeah, stop, take a break, enjoy the view. Making it? Oh yeah. Good. Pretty straight. Walking off makes a difference. Yeah, it gets easier the more you do it, hey? Oh, sorry. <laughs> Squish. Everything good till I took a foot out. Oh, that worked. There, this is where I'm adjusting, okay? 
So it makes it, I think it makes it more enjoyable too. It's quite unnatural to walk off a perfectly good set of stairs. <laughs> That's what I found. Yeah. <laughs> Goodbye. Yeah, what's not to like about ziplining? So head down to Kaleida and you will, uh, everybody is, probably wants to know where Kaleida is. Well, if you're traveling down through Winkler, through Morden, and you're heading west, you're going to get to a town called Darlingford, which is just off the highway. It's Darlingford's the beginning of 240 North, by the way. Uh, you won't see Darlingford. You'll see signs for it. And then you'll see signs south for Kaleida. Uh, don't go to Manitou. That's too far. If you if you end up in Manitou and you're going to know it because you'll drive through Manitou, then you've gone a little bit too far. You're going to have to hang a U-turn and get back down there. So it's uh, south of Darlingford, south of Manitou, down in the Pemina Valley. And uh, yeah, go go past Kaleida, head down, look for the big sign, hang a right, and just stick with that road all the way until you see the next sign. You can't miss it. You just can't miss it. And if you do, it doesn't matter. It's beautiful down there. You're just going to enjoy everything you look at. Okay, so big thanks to the Browns, to Adam, to Alan, to Highwire Ziplines and uh, Adventures in general. Um, yeah, I want to go back. I'm going to go back. Sorry. Sorry, member. No, you don't need to be a member. We don't need no badge. <laughs> you don't need no badge to go ziplining, man. It's fun. It's fun. Do it. Do it now. Is your podcast working for you? Or are you working for your podcast? It's not easy finding the time to turn your ideas into great content. And right now, Streamer's got more podcasts than I believe I've ever seen. But if you're different and want to stack the deck in your favor, we can get your production on track and help you to find your audience. The good folks at Rodeo Road Studios will help you particularize, synthesize, and optimize your podcast broadcast. Get your show on the road by visiting rodeoroad.ca. Rodeo Road Studios. Hang on to your hat. Okay, so now we're going to head up Highway 59 to Hilltop Resort. That used to be, uh, it's quite an area up there, quite a big bowl for musical and other events going on just across from Grand Beach. It's on the east side of Highway 59. It's a big camping and resort. And they had a music festival up there back in the day. And I went up and uh, captured some audio, captured some stuff, met some interesting people, some that I still know to this day. It's that kind of thing when you head around Manitoba. You're going to meet people and you're going to go, wow, that's an interesting person. And 
stay in touch and do stuff. And uh, it's all kinds of good things you learn about and experience, um, you know, just by, just by getting out there. There's all kinds of people here in this province and all kinds of interesting things going on that you can learn about and do. So I went up there, recorded a bunch of audio, and uh, again, Davey, I, I said, Davey, what can you do with this? And he gave me this piece. Hilltop, uh, you know, was developed in the year 2000, and we had a couple of big events in 2004 and 05 doing the Summerfest events. For those that don't know where Hilltop is, it's the old Summerfest site on Highway 59. It's about 10 minutes drive past the South Beach Casino. We have lots and lots of space, 600 acres here to work with. Uh, we can, in the concert bowl, we can handle, you know, 30,000 in the concert bowl. We're a little bit redneck here. We do allow quads in the, the campground, and uh, we do play our music until 2 in the morning. Come on down Hilltop, Highway 59. Good place, good people. I'm a seasonal. This is my third year. You have Grand Beach just off to the side. Of course we go there during the day to get whatever necessities we need. Yeah, crazy place. I recommend it highly to everybody. Come on down. You're still holding mine. What is it about the blues? Um, I like the soul from it. I love dancing to it. It's like, you know, just grooving. waters. I play harmonica and the blues. Oh, it's great. It's, I love it. It's once a year I get to come out and enjoy myself and play and meet such wonderful musicians. You come back next year? Well, we'll see if they'll have me. <laughs> Best event was Heart of the Nation, which was a kind of a folk festy kind of event, and uh, we had lots of good talent. Mud Hero is a great event for us. We had about 6,000 people come out to Mud Hero this year. Uh, it's a obstacle course, six and ten kilometers. They got 25 different obstacles, and a lot of it is mud, and uh, it was just a great event. 4,500 contestants. We're definitely doing Heart of the Nation again, and we're going to do this Blues Festival again, and uh, we'll be looking for other ideas. 
My name's Curtis Newton. I'm from uh, Winnipeg, Manitoba, uh, here in Canada. And uh, my, my music is sort of blues, rock, R&B, with a little bit of funk. Last week I was up in the uh, Lake of the Woods area. Like in July I did about 22 shows. And this, this month I have 19 shows in 31 days. So I mean, it's and they're all over the map. Diversity is what keeps you fed, right? The audiences in Winnipeg are a little, they're a little tougher than uh, other cities I found or other countries I've, I've found. If you grow up in Canada or the, or the U.S., you sort of have this a blues-based, I don't know, more rootsy influence. You go over to European or other countries, it's just not in their social fabric of everything. They, uh, they, they listen. That's what's, what's neat about it. But then you, you get used to it. You can really dial into dynamics. I hail from Edmonton, Alberta, actually. Up to no good, really. What's the craziest harp you ever played? Craziest harp. I have some beautiful Andrew Zajac customized harps. My buddy Dylan McDonald out on the island, we've sat around and, like, you know, got the drill press out and made our own harmonicas, you know, like drilled through or customized or Frankenstein them together. Uh, you can get transient with a nice bass harp, like a low-tuned F or a D. You can get uh, fly high on an F, I mean, you know. Lot of uh, Sonny Terry, Brandon McGee, yeah. uh, Young Hurt, uh, Robert Johnson, you know, and Lightning Hopkins. We put out a CD earlier this year, so we'll do a, quite a few tracks off that. And we're here at Festival 59. We've invited out to play some tunes. Yeah. We'll play one. Sure. Hey, you're welcome. Hey folks, just a reminder, our email is howdy at rodeoroadstudios.ca or you can use the contact form at rodeoroad.ca. You can visit us on social media, just search for the Manitobaville moniker. And we appreciate every like, share and comment that you care to make. And visit our YouTube page, Rodeo Road Studios. And when you watch that video, please hit the subscribe button. Thank you so much. Okay, Manitobaville, the podcast, Mahangel here. Just a reminder, coming up down the line, we got interviews with Yvonne Vernaus on horsemanship. We have Manjit Rutkra talking about real estate investing and his journey to prosperity. We have Lana Strilchuk, who's going to talk about energy enhancement systems and scalar waves and healing without knowing you're healing because we get sick without knowing we're getting sick, right? Okay, we have also Shay Ritchie uh, giving us a chat about what it means to be a bit 
Bitcoin maximalist and what Bitcoin is going to mean for the world, probably including this podcast. So stay tuned to see how things turn out for us as the world toins. All right, stay tuned, subscribe, like. Manitobaville, the podcast is a production of Rodeo Road Studios Limited. Copyright 2023.